Imagine you took the next seven days to really get still and listen to your own intuition. What would be possible for your life? So often we are looking for the approval of others or someone else's permission to succeed. But my encouragement for you today is what is possible when you give yourself permission to be successful? Are you ready to take courageous steps to create a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, mindset coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach women across the globe who are ready to own their life and make a massive impact. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, my hope is that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Courage Cast. I am so glad that you are joining me today. You know, I can't believe that we are already into 2023, and I've just been thinking about the fact that we're a week in. And all of the things that come with a new year, feeling like you're starting fresh, starting over, you have this redo, and it can feel like a lot of pressure. And you may be wanting to succeed and you might be wanting to accomplish things in your life. Maybe you have goals for this quarter or for this year. And it maybe even feels a little bit daunting. Today on the episode, I'm going to talk to you about giving yourself permission to succeed. And what does that really even look like? But before we get into that, I want to invite you to join me every Wednesday for the Mindset Mentor Circle. Now, this is a group of incredible humans who meet on Wednesdays And it's really a supportive community to share what we're going through, maybe some of the struggles, some of the wins that we're having, and really encouraging one another. Now, I have found really doing this journey, like being online all the time, how important it really is to have that network and that community that can support you, especially when things feel really hard, which is often, I mean, let's be real here. Entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. So this is a free community and I want you just to join us. It's Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and there will be a Zoom link for you sent to you through email. So just go to the link in the show notes and you can register to come. And I hope that I will see you there. So today's episode was actually inspired by a conversation that I had with one of my VIP clients just this past week. So it's something that has been on my heart and on my mind. And I knew that I wanted to share it with you here. So Just a little bit of a backstory. Some of you may know this, but I spent a good part of my career in full-time ministry. And I grew up in the church. And so when I was going to college, I decided that I wanted to go to a Christian university. 
and I got a music degree and I was a high school music teacher and I spent a lot of time teaching in the Christian education sector. And then when I left teaching, I went into full-time music ministry, pastoral ministry, both in the U.S. and in Canada. And so I have spent several decades in the church growing up with the Christian faith and Christian doctrine. And when I decided to leave ministry full-time in 2014, I was still involved in a church, and I actually had an experience that really, really shifted my beliefs. And it really uh, changed me. Now, it was a culmination of things up until that point that really had been informing who I was becoming through the process. But when I when I was part of this particular church, I had a lot of like thoughts come up about, you know, is all of this really real? And I started questioning everything. I call it my faith deconstruction. And now looking back on it, it kind of feels a little bit more like an awakening. But as with anything in life, sometimes we can swing from one side to the other. So for many, many years, I was really, really caught up in the Christian faith and doctrine. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But when I left the church, I, you know, completely swung the other direction. And so kind of now I feel like I'm, you know, allowing myself to come back into some sort of a middle ground. I don't really know what that looks like. I can't really describe it. But it is definitely a journey. And so it's something that I have really been thinking about my own spiritual journey and connection to the divine. But having said that, because I was raised in the church and because I was listening to a lot of people that were leaders over me in the church culture, I really started to uh, develop these beliefs that I needed to do everything for the glory of God. Everything that I was going to do in my life needed to bring Jesus the fame. If you're familiar with Christian circles, you've probably heard that statement before. But more aptly, what I really wanted was I wanted to be in the will of God. I wanted to be in the center of what God's plan for me was. And for many, many years, I felt as though it was one thing. And if I deviated from that plan, then things were not going to work out for me. And I might as well just, you know, say, throw up my hands and be like, well, you know, I fell off plan A, so I guess I have to do plan B. And so when I saw people in the church have things happen in their lives that, you know, looked a little bit messy, I was like, oh, man, they definitely fell off of the plan A and now are looking at plan B and plan C. And I did not want to be one of those people. I felt as though I had to do everything right and get the approval of God, get God's permission. And so oftentimes I'd be asked to do things. And if I didn't even say it necessarily, I thought, well, you know, I better know that this is the will of God before I make this this decision. So if I was taking a job, moving, anything, I was always looking for the will of God. 
Now, where this started to kind of come undone for me was when I started to really expand my spiritual journey and I started to have more of an awakening, I started to realize that there was an undercurrent for me. And that was that I needed permission. I needed permission to do anything. And so that permission, you know, ultimately came from God, but oftentimes in my life, it had also come from people who I trusted, leaders, people who I felt were stronger in the faith than I was. And I was always looking outside of myself for permission to do anything. So when it came time to growing my business and it came time to really wanting to be successful in my business, I was always looking outside of myself for permission to do anything in my life. So I would hire coaches, I would, you know, get in masterminds, I'd be in programs. And even though I didn't really understand that I was doing this per se, I had a subconscious belief that I needed someone else's permission approval to succeed or to make a decision in anything. Now, that's my story. That is something that has happened to me in my life. But maybe you are struggling with or have struggled with something similar in the sense where you are always looking outside of yourself to make decisions. You want to know that the decision you're making is the right one. So you're going to you know, someone you trust, you're going to your partner, you're going to your family members, you're going to a coach or a mentor and asking them, what should I do? What do you think is the best um, possible option for myself? And when you do that, when you are consistently looking outside of yourself, you are reinforcing this belief that you need permission to succeed. You need permission to make decisions. You need someone else's approval and that you have to consistently go outside of yourself. Now, I want to, you know, really pose a question for you. What if you took an entire week or maybe even a month and absolutely everything you did was because you made the decision that you did not go outside of yourself for any reason at all. I wonder what would happen. What would be the outcome? (laughs) Well, you might think, well, first of all, I would be, you know, confused. I would lack clarity. And some of those things might happen because your subconscious is used to getting information from other sources. And so really getting clear on things would be probably a first for you. But as you did it, and as you started to stay in that, as you started to make one decision and then make another decision and then make another decision, you would find that eventually you were starting to source your own permission and approval for things in your life. And I've been thinking about that, you know, just even for me lately, because last year I talked a lot about really looking outside of myself. And when I was talking to my client this week, and she said, you know, it's really, you know, this, this fear that I have, that I need someone's permission really stems back from my Christian faith. And here's the thing, friend, anything that you believe in should be supportive of really you co-creating with God, with source, with universe. 
because this whole notion of one entity telling you what to do is is really going to take you out of the driver's seat. Now, in many interpretations in the Christian faith, that might be seen as a sin. And for many years, I felt as though when I did anything outside of what God wanted me to do, that it was sinful. And so I had to really release myself from that. And then further to that, I had to release myself from, you know, what my parents thought. And then I had to release myself from what my leaders thought. And then I had to release myself from what my friends thought or what my coaches thought. Or, I mean, on and on and on it went. Because once there was an opening, I was filling it with someone else and wanting someone else's opinion. But what if you spent one week or maybe even 30 days really just sourcing your own permission. Now, having said that, I do remember one time being with some friends and we were on a trip and one of the uh, girls was actually talking to her husband and they were interested in buying a property. And I mean, it was really hard to not overhear this conversation, but they were talking about the fact that the husband had in fact gone to their lead pastor and asked what his opinion was on whether or not they should purchase this property. And his opinion was that they should not, but they really wanted to buy the property. And I could hear the angst in her voice when she was trying to figure out whether or not they should do this because they wanted to be submissive. They wanted to be, um, you know, really listening uh, to their leadership. And yet, at the end of the day, they knew that this was a really sound financial investment. And spoiler alert, they did end up buying the property. And they did end up having a sound investment with the property. But here's the thing, just even the fact that they were asking someone else's opinion and not really listening to their own intuition was something that was a red flag. And I noticed it right away. And so in my life, I have been kind of looking for those little red flags along the way, because they will present themselves in different scenarios within my life. And for you, they will probably present themselves in, in different ways to you as well. So when you're looking to source your own success, you will be sitting back listening to your own intuition and thinking about what is going to work best for you. So whether you're looking to be in a relationship, to move, to build your business, to really make a sound financial investment, friend, I want to encourage you, whatever it is that you are doing, listen to that still small voice. Trust that you are co-creating with God and that everything is working out on your behalf. And further to that, even if it doesn't work out exactly as you had planned, there is going to be a lesson for growth and expansion along the way. So nothing is lost. Doesn't matter if you have a plan B, C, D, E, F, G, does not matter. Just listen to your own intuition and let it lead the way. So friend, that is my encouragement for you. As you begin the year, give yourself permission to be successful. And thanks for joining me. Until next time, remember you have everything you need 
to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crelly.